It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, hi there. Al Dukes here. Yes, it is podcast time. Jerry Recco is still sunning himself in Miami. for He, uh, he was down there for Rutgers basketball. So Eddie Scazzeri joins me. Hello, podcast people. Oh, hello, Eddie. I was just, um, when the show ends, this is the way this normally works. The, the Boomer NGO show ends. Uh, I run down to pay my street parking. Yes. We come back up and we do a podcast. Uh, I was down there quite a while because I was uh, battling with a grilled cheese truck mm-hmm. who was uh, kind of trying to park in front of me, street parking, but didn't fit and wanted me to move. But if I moved, I would then be on the guy's bumper behind me, and then he would be on my bumper in front. I wouldn't be able to get out. Uh, right. It would have taken 27 uh, maneuvers to get out. Yeah. These food trucks, they dominate the city. They're all over the place. And I said to the uh, to a cop one day, I said, what is a... Uh, the, why do these food trucks not get tickets for parking in these one- and two-hour parking zones all day long mm-hmm. without paying? Right. He said, well, he goes, the reality is is that they pay a lot of money to have a food truck license in New York that the city lets them park wherever. That's the truth. So they park in go. front of fire hydrants. And added Chaos. aggravation, the meter machine where you parked yeah. was not working. Not working. That right. So the meter machine wasn't working. Then I went to get in my car, and my remote uh, keyless entry was not working. Oh. So I hit the button a couple times, and it wasn't working. So then when I opened it with the good old fashioned key, yes. it set off my alarm, which I didn't even oh. know I had. Then I didn't know how to shut it off, so I started the car. That shut it off. Chaos. Oh, oh yeah, that is chaos, Eddie. To say I'm having a bad day. I mean, this is. Uh, Really one of the worst days of my life. It really is. Fighting a cheese truck. And you have to go for pelvic floor relaxation later. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Pelvic oh, okay. floor so relaxation. that'll be a positive experience. That'll be a positive experience, yes. All right. Yes. That was a whole uh, to-do on the show today. We talked about my pelvic floor. Yes. Google it if you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an article I wanted to bring up with you, Eddie. I saw it on the internet quite a bit yesterday. A lot of people were sending it to me because they know of my paranoia. Mm -hmm. And it was a study, excuse me, a study done that says traces of poop were found on McDonald's touchscreens. Wow. Okay. Uh, Now, they they did this in the UK, but you could imagine. Listen, touchscreens everywhere, public touchscreens have fecal matter on them. Yes. My phone has fecal matter on it. And and God knows... What else? Right. Door handles, everything you touch. Right. So as much as I am a germaphobe, this is why we were touching fecal matter all day long. Mm -hmm. That's why right before you eat, you wash your hands. Right. Because everywhere you look, well, you can't see it, micro fecal matter. 
Right. And, you know, it's gross, but it's not going to kill you no. for the most part. I mean, there were some germs and stuff that are dangerous and could harm you. But for the most part, 99% of things is not going to be a problem. Right. This place swabbed kiosks in eight McDonald's restaurants in the UK and found traces of gut bacteria on every single one of them. That's that's moderately disturbing. Uh, they uh, Let's see. One kiosk was found to have Staphylococcus, a contagious bacteria that can cause blood poisoning and toxic shock syndrome. Oh, uh, that's no good. It says diners use the touchscreens, then walk right up to the counter to collect their food, often without washing their hands. The poop particles are similar to those found on your phone after you take it into the bathroom. <laughs> Listen, I uh, I am a germaphobe. Right. I don't want poop particles. If I see smeared poop on a touchscreen, I'm not interested. Uh, yeah, of course. But if I feel like if I can't see the germs, right? I'm not really... I feel like my body... Here's what I think. My body could fight off invisible germs. Right. Visible germs, like actual smeared poop, smeared boogers, vomit in the street. Right. That my body cannot fight off. Right. That will defeat me. That would... Yes, you're wise to stay away from those. Right. Like, your dogs lick you and kiss you and all that sort of stuff, Mm -hmm. right? I'm sure dog tongues have bacteria on them. Sure they do. Absolutely. Who doesn't want a kiss from a dog? Of course. Everyone does. Right. I mean, there's a lot of gross things that people do that sometimes they derive pleasure from. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it it is what it is. People do all sorts of (laughs) bacteria-filled sexual-like things. They sure do. My goodness. I did think of you before, though. Baba Booey from the Howard Stern Show had... uh, tweeted out a video, one of those classic uh, videos of a soldier returning home. Yes. Uh, And this one was a a female soldier who was gone, I think, for two years and Mm -hmm. was, upon returning, was a little worried that her dog would have forgotten her. And uh, I don't know if it was her sister or a friend brought the dog to the airport. This dog was diving up at this woman's face to give her kisses. Like, leaping. Even when she was trying to calm the dog down to pet him and kiss him, he was still leaping up to kiss her face. A large dog? It was a, a medium-sized dog. Okay. Larger than medium size, but not like a German Shepherd Like size. a Labrador size, yeah, maybe? Yeah, so a little smaller, but yeah. It was very nice to see. Yeah, those are always very cool. Yeah. Dogs don't forget us. Well, I mean, Sometimes. given enough time, it would happen. Two years, uh, you're... You know, it's kind of getting right to the limit. Really? But it also depends on, like, you know, would she Skype? And, right. like, the dog would hear her voice and, you know, the, the scent of her is still around, you know. And so. what was her connection to the dog right. prior to her uh, leaving? Yeah, it was very strong or not so much. Yeah. yeah. They can remember. Hmm. Do you think dogs, like, I? my sister has a dog who uh, generally does not enjoy men, mm-hmm. but the dog likes me. Okay. (laughs) Zip it. There's a joke there, but okay. Do you think the dog likes me because I share certain things with my sister, like uh, a look, a scent? Sense, absolutely. You have a family scent. 100%. Because my other sister, her dog, nasty to people, uh, never to me. There you go. Rolls over when I I show dominance to that dog. Because he recognizes you as part of the family. Because of the scent. Yes. 
How do these dogs distinguish scents? Well, I mean, their noses are so much more powerful yeah. than ours. I mean, like by uh, uh, many, many factors. They smell everything. Yes. And then there are certain breeds which are even, you know, like the hounds, the bloodhounds. Right. Uh, even more sensitive. I saw this story about, uh, and I do this for, there's a, a fella named um, Don who listens to the podcast. Okay. Hi, Don. Um, his last name begins with a K. I never know if he wants his name. All right. Least, but uh, Jerry and I often do stories about dating websites. Um, yes. Uh, phrases that get you more um, interaction on dating websites, get okay. you more dates, you know, suggestions on what you could should talk about in your profile mm-hmm. and things. And no matter what it is, no matter how absurd it sounds, Don will try it, and then we'll screen. He will screen grab his his updated profile. Like one day, legitimately, it was about how if you talked about baked potatoes, it got, and he put on there, "I'm into baked potatoes," and, I, and it was like getting women commenting on his bake on the baked potatoes. So it worked. It works. So these things do work. So I found another one for him. Uh, this one it says people with dogs in profile pics. Get more dating app matches. Oh, 100%. Yeah. There are dogs who have their own, like, you know, Instagram and yes. that thing, and those get crazy amounts of views. Plus, it's a great thing. Like, if you, let's say you're on a dating website and you see a pretty girl that you're interested in, she probably gets uh, hit on and commented on all the time. Yes. If you can comment on something cool about her dog that's in one of the photos, now you're talking dogs. Now you're talking dogs. And you get a connection going there. And I don't know the percentage, but I would have to think it's over 50% of uh, humans who like dogs. Yes. I would think. It's very but, bizarre when you run into people like, oh, I don't I don't care for dogs. Yeah, who actually really dislike them. Yeah. And they're not just like neutral. Right. Who have an active dislike. And you yes. wonder where that came from. Now, there are certain countries, certain cultures where perhaps that is the case. Um, I know uh, Edison has a large uh, Indian population, yeah. and we noticed that there are the uh, the Indian people who were, uh, I'm assuming, not born in New Jersey. Uh, they were fearful, but their children, and then subsequently over the years, the the ones born here and the younger people, no problem. So I know I think the Indian culture perhaps is not welcoming of dogs. Mm-hmm. But now that their uh, subsequent generations are born here, right? they like the dogs. All right. But I, I don't know what percentage of Americans. I would have to think it's maybe maybe even 70% like dogs. Cats people don't like for There some are reason. some. Yeah, but you know, Anti- cat, there are more cats as pets than dogs. Anti-cat people, yeah. yeah. And by the way, cats don't care for you either, so... Yeah, well, cats are really, it's a weird thing. They're, I mean, dogs are fully domesticated for, you know, somewhere between five and 10,000 years. They've had a relationship with humans and have been bred and, and kept and all that stuff. Cats uh, are really not domesticated. They're sort of pseudo domesticated. Yeah. It's a very weird Thing with cats i don't appreciate their attitude a lot of them well sometimes but and cats can be extremely you know loving as well and give comfort and and all that i had cats before i had dogs uh i had a dog growing up had a cat growing up uh always uh like cats i like, love all animals really they don't work though cats like 
uh, dogs work. They help uh, blind people. Yes. They help uh, people in wheelchairs. They All help, sorts of services. They help the police. That one dog uh, sniffs bed bugs. Yep. Uh, they're doing a lot of the dog uh, works, uh, the Dalmatians work out of the uh, firehouse. Well, I a think they're just kind of just pets, but whatever. I've seen them put out fires. Really? Yep. Interesting. Hold They hold the hose and mm. will put out a fire. Excellent. Saw one driving a truck one day as well. Mm-hmm. Let me get to my next story here. Oh, so this, we've done dogs. This, we've done uh, dogs. I, I space aliens next? I don't have space aliens, oh, okay. but space aliens will come up in my $5 five-team parlay this week, of which you make an appearance. Yes. I don't know if you've seen this in the, um, in the uh, what do you call it, convenience stores. These sort of Fugazi knockoff Viagra pills. I have not. Are they uh, like on the counter with the it, gum and stuff? Yeah, they're on the counter. Really? Yeah. Uh, I know a guy who used to swear by these pills called black ants. Okay. And they were supposedly like a, like a Viagra type drug. And he used to r- rave about these black ants mm-hmm. pills that he would go out to. He would take them and go out to the clubs and he'd be. And they're, and they're a lot cheaper, I'm assuming? A lot cheaper, yeah. Okay. No prescription needed. Uh, so there's one that the FDA is warning you about called rhino sex enhancement pills. Okay. Because they can cause prolonged erections, which to me says these are working. Well, right, because the uh, there was always that um, little disclaimer or those warnings with the Viagra and the Cialis when, uh, you know, if, if you have an erection lasting more than four hours, right. see your doctor. So that is obviously part of uh, you know possible side effects of these drugs yes there are more than 25 different rhino products sold mm. under the names platinum rhino 2500 crazy rhino 2500 and gold rhino the pills are also sold on ebay and amazon supposedly now, now have, how do they allow this have you researched any of those sort of Knock off uh, Viagra type pills. And, no, and, okay. Only the my friend uh, guy I know who uh, takes black ants, and he has had no ill effects. No, he loves them, and he's still taking the. Uh, I think he gets them at like Krausers or something. You know, one of those things. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Oh yeah, swears by it. Maybe it's psychological. Maybe when he takes it, uh-huh. yes, that there could be a placebo like, effect. Look at me. Right. I am the man right now. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, look out for the rhino ones. It said uh, the FDA's received reports of people who've gotten chest pain, severe headaches, and extended erections, some of which needed surgery. Oh, my goodness. Oof. Now, the um, the patent on the Viagra, that is ex- long expired. That's is that expired. Right? All of them, actually. So you can get a lot. You can get it for a lot cheaper from when they first came out. It was like $50 a pill or some crazy thing. I would think so. And they say that's why, like this football season, mm-hmm. you'll notice that there are not all those. Remember, like two seasons ago, every commercial break during an NFL game was either Cialis or Viagra. Remember, they would have the beautiful older woman yes, in the, right. what looked like a Detroit Lions jersey laying on the right. bed saying, and, how you doing? Right, in the, right, in the, in the retirement community yeah. and the whole thing. yeah. But And then they sort of disappeared. And the reason they disappeared, I was reading, and I was actually reading this in, I believe, Ad Age magazine, mm-hmm. was that the patent was running out. So they didn't want to... They know everyone will just go with the generic. Of course. So they didn't want to advertise 
for their uh, brand name Viagra Cialis Levitra if people were going to end up getting the the generic anyway. Right. So they were making one final push. Yeah. Try and to, then that was it. And now the profit margin has yes. fallen off a cliff. Fallen off. I feel like at some point, you know, we made weed is going to be legalized gambling. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you at some point you'll be able to go into uh, your pharmacy and like next to the antacids over the counter will be like generic Viagra. Right. You would think. Levitra. Like, well, I, some things, like I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know yeah. enough about the chemistry. Oh, There I are some chemistry. things that, you know, perhaps maybe not. Like right next to the aspirin, maybe it would be like behind something, yes, you know, near the energy tablets or some like something that you just can't just you know uh, somebody just can't a child can't. Oh, go I see in. what you're saying. Like they do with Sudafed uh, now to make the meth right because people make meth with right. it. So you got to get that sort it of thing behind the counter or razor blades. Sometimes you have to get behind uh, the counter. Yeah, because mm-hmm. people were ripping everybody off. Oh, but here's a nice baseball bat for the holidays. <laughs> go have that. A Florida woman pulled a knife on a shopper at the general at the uh, dollar store, Dollar General. You've heard of these stores? Yes, sure. Oh, There's one in uh, Tano Mall. Yeah, this one happened in Dania Beach, Florida. A woman threatened to gut a fellow Dollar General shopper after the person complained that this woman farted. Ah. So in other words, a woman farts. Another woman says. Oh, it's very stinky in here. What are we doing? This woman then pulls a knife. 37-year-old woman got into an argument Sunday after a male customer commented negatively about her passing gas. Hmm. She then removed the small knife from her purse, opened the weapon, and told the victim she was going to gut him. When she pulled her hand back as if preparing to attack, the 55-year-old man was in fear that he was going to be stabbed. And then what happened? She was arrested on a felony charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill. Wow. Damn. That's, that's uh, yeah. I don't think I would say anything. Like, yeah, it's got to be so blatantly obvious and, you know, the person is wanting you to comment. Yeah. Like, you just kind of ignore it, I, I would think. At I least would think. I would. Every day, you know, I, I got carpooling with Jerry. Yes. And there's a, a strip of the turnpike where you go through Linden, New Jersey. Yes. That smells like farts. Okay. It's all like the, the gassy uh, plants are there. Mm-hmm. And every day I wonder, does Jerry think I farted? Well, I mean, he's driven that road enough solo that perhaps he knows that that's uh, the, a place of, of odor. I'll even mention something. I'll be like, oh, it always smells the, these plants just so he knows I'm not. That you didn't let one yeah. loose. No, yeah, because you're sharing a car with a, that's yeah. certain etiquette. Yeah, it would be very you, rude. You got to do your best mm-hmm. to uh, to not have that happen. I've never been a farting is hilarious guy. <laughs> yeah, no, right? Yeah, like I hate being around guys that l- like farting. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. I, I, I'm I'm with you. It's very like uh, like boomers probably into fart humor. Like uh, it's very football teamish yeah, locker room. Right, exactly. Cool guys hanging out farting. Right. Yeah. Lighting, lighting them on fire. <laughs> Sitting on you and then farting. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, because that's like just that. hilarious. <laughs> or shoving you in your locker and then farting in your locker right. and closing the door. Yeah. Tremendously funny. I do not go for no. those fart things. Nor I. And Starbucks says 
that they're going to begin blocking porn on its public Wi-Fi. I don't okay. know why they haven't done this already. I, I, maybe it takes some work to get this done. Uh, but says uh, people, customers watching porn on the free Wi-Fi in Starbucks. That's going to come to an end. On their own devices. On their own devices. Okay. The coffee retailer says that next year it's going to introduce a filter that prevents customers from viewing porn. I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah, because there's. I'm sure there are workarounds. Yeah, uh, Starbucks did say that, quote, while it rarely occurs, the use of a Starbucks public Wi-Fi to view illegal or egregious content is not, nor has it ever been, permitted. We've identified a solution to prevent this content from being viewed within our stores, and we will begin introducing it in 2019. Well, if you remember, and I don't know where this has gone, but you know those, and there's one right across the street from us, those sort of public... Um, Wi-Fi, public Wi-Fi, you know, public internet access. And I remember hearing stories when they first were introduced that um, people would be standing there, not only viewing right. pornography, but using it, if you will, pleasuring themselves. Yes, that. Um, and uh, yeah, right out and, and did not care in the public. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if that is still a thing. I think they've figured out how to protect that from the X-rated sites as well. Like, so this is something that Starbucks will maybe... Yes, Starbucks uh, hopefully from the will city. look into. Yeah, yeah. Those, uh, what they did is they, they had this idea that they were going to turn all of the public phone booths into sort of Wi-Fi hotspots. Yes. But as you said, people just were... Because people are people, and that's and what we, we do. That's what Depeche Mode said. People are people, so why should it be? Exactly. And finally, Eddie, let me give you this last one. Let me see what university this is. Oakland University in Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Has a no weapons policy. But they do worry, as most places do, about having an active shooter on campus. So they thought a great idea would be to give people hockey pucks. This university in suburban Detroit is distributing hockey pucks as a form of self-defense against potential active shooters. So the theory would be, and by the way, Detroit is Hockey Town, USA. Yes. Didn't know if you knew that. Uh, you're right, yes. Red so, Wing's very popular. So the uh, if there is an active shooter, right. that everyone would be walking around with their hockey puck Correct. and hurl them at the shooter. Yes. Okay. University Police Chief Mark Gordon told Detroit's Fox 2 News, quote, the first thing that came to my mind was a hockey puck. I was a hockey coach for my kids growing up. I remember getting hit in the head with a hockey puck once, and it hurt. Right, but then, yeah. But now everyone, like in any dispute, you would be maybe hurling hockey pucks <laughs> at people. You know, Why do I have a, get a D in this class? Well, you didn't do the work. Uh, the police chief went on to say it was... Just kind of a spur-of-the-moment idea that seemed to have some merit to it, and it kind of caught on. 800 of them have been distributed to the faculty members. And there's an additional 1,700 that they're working on to get into the hands of students. That'd be awesome. Just yeah. everyone has hockey pucks. Right. So throwing uh, hockey pucks And then somebody's campus. got a slingshot. <laughs> and forget about it. Now that's a lethal weapon. A slingshot hockey puck. Boy, I would love to turn on the news one day. And see that an active shooter attempted and did not was not successful because they were drilled with hockey pucks. And he was hockey pucked to death. Oh, then we would all... I'm thinking, like, I don't take the subways very much anymore, mm-hmm. luckily. 
but definitely would knapsack full of hockey pucks. Yeah, just right. And then, like, you see something, and then you are handing them out to everybody. Hey, throw right. them at this guy. You could probably get a hockey puck on a carry-on bag on a plane. Oh, sure. Terrorist comes aboard. Hockey everybody puck hockey pucks them. To the head. Although it's kind of... It'll be in a plane. It'll be kind of difficult. Oh, you need you would need to be skilled. Really wind up and yeah, let it go. Yeah, that's the thing. Like if you want people to hit an active shooter with a hockey puck, it's got to be someone. Like I would trust Boomer with a hockey. Oh, hundred percent. To ha- drill somebody. Yep. Like a terrorist on a plane in a small window to. Jerry seems somewhat athletic. Somewhat athletic. Geo, I'm not sure about. He. Eh. Would, I don't know that I would be able to. Well, Geo certainly more than you and I. Yeah, you're right. But uh, yeah, I think they should. Uh, and a man, forget it, like a professional hockey player with a stick to launch the puck? Well, now that's a whole other thing. Now yeah. he's got all this puck and a stick right. walking around with all the time on campus. I, I don't know. I hope this catches on. Well, yeah. And and actually, if you had like a hundred people, yeah. you know, just by sheer, sheer numbers, you, you know, everybody wouldn't have to be accurate like – Ten people right. would hit him by accident. Right, the guy, a guy comes out with a gun. All of a sudden, he's dodging multiple pucks. One of them's going to right. get him. Unless he's got body armor and mm-hmm. a, uh, you know, uh, an assault rifle. Yeah, I would go right for the throat. If you get a guy in a with a in the throat with a hockey, oh puck, yeah, he'll take him down. Take him down, and then uh, the police will subdue him. Yes, cuff him, book him. All right, Eddie, the warm up program is next. I remember it was terrific today. I did it with uh, CeeLo. Yes. Uh, I was uh, not as involved because I was you training uh, Mike Flegelman, who's oh. going to be in for me tomorrow. Oh, you're out tomorrow? Because I'm out tomorrow. So, see ya! Summer, uh, win- winter winter Fridays? Uh, no, just uh, <laughs> uh, an unexpected uh, family wedding in Utah Ooh, that oh. I am going to. Utah, lovely this time yes. of year. However, that's cool. Yeah, but it would be great if I was there for a week and was skiing, but yeah. that, that's not the case. So Jerry will be back. You'll be gone. Correct. All right. But there's no post game tomorrow because no it's Friday. It's Friday. Holla! Warm up next. See ya! See ya! It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. But the best one. Oh, hi there. Al Duke's here. Um, Jerry is still in Miami. He covered uh, uh, Rutgers beating my University of Miami. Yes. He's lazy. He called the game. Yes. He called the game. So CeeLo right. joins me for the second straight day. Yeah. Welcome, CeeLo. Good morning, Al. Good I think, morning. I think we should do this warm-up show as you and I were just doing before we turned the mics on. We're, you know, clearing our throats and yes, coughing. coughing. And I mean, what a disaster. And I heard the uh, traffic uh, woman say yeah. that trains were already canceled. It's 543. It's ridiculous. What are they canceling trains for? It's constantly with this. They don't have the right equipment for certain trains. Yeah. And it's just insane. Well, I imagine if like a train conductor or the, the engineer, whatever, whoever drives the train, mm. if that guy oversleeps, it's the first train out of Jersey. Yeah, it's possible. You're late. Nice of NJ Transit, a nice little 10% discount for their riders from November into the new year. Why all is that? The, all the trouble all they're the putting us through with the delays and cancellations and right. stuff they're doing at Penn Station. Yeah, so. I traveled uh, via train. I commuted for years. I uh, traveled through the bus for years. My own driving. Uh, Jerry Recco driving me. It's, it all uh, sucks. I've done it all. <laughs> uh, driving in is the least problem. If well, you depending have on that. Yeah, well, that's the key. Like we do. But then we deal with the parking situation, which True. is a whole other uh, True scenario. True that. Uh, I saw this Ralph Vot. How do you say his name? Vacchiano? 
Ralph Vacchiano. Vacchiano. Yes. Longtime Giants reporter. Yes, he Also at, does some Jets coverage as well now for SNY. He's at SNY. I, I saw him reporting yesterday, and many alert Twitter followers immediately sent it to me that uh, good chance Eli Manning is back quarterbacking the Giants <laughs> next year. <laughs> because there's not a great draft class, and uh-huh. they don't have any other options right now. Right. Interesting. So, not a great, not a great draft class. But this past one, there were four guys yes. that went in the top twenty, but they couldn't be bothered. So, so another year of Eli. So outstanding. The Giants fans who appreciate the Super Bowl runs and wins and MVPs will get another shot at that mm. next year. Better keep, uh, better keep uh, working on that offensive line. That's well, for sure. I don't think they need it. No, they don't need it. Okay. <laughs> well, what do they need then? Oh. It's a little help. Uh, I also see that the you know Giants are playing the Bears this week. That Mitchell Trubisky is a will be a game time decision. Possibly, perhaps, yep. yep. As we sit here on a Thursday, correct. Still two days of practice left for the Bears. So uh, otherwise, it'll be Chase Daniels without the S at the end. Daniel, correct. Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Do you think that changes the betting line of that game? Whether it's Mitch Trubisky. Or Chase Daniel yeah, with no S. It's at probably. The end. I, I mean, it's I'm four points. Far from a gambling expert, Al, but okay. I would imagine that might be worth a half a point, really, to a point. Wow, somewhere in that range. And this is supposed to be a quarterback league. <clears throat> well, I mean, he played very efficiently on Thanksgiving, as you know. In the Chase big, Daniel. Oh, I don't know if you do know, but in a I Chicago watched. road win over the Lions, right? So you know, he went out and did his job. Knows the offense. He's he's been under uh, Matt Nagy for they played the, not played together. He played for Matt Nagy in Kansas City, so he knows the system. That's why they brought him in to back up Mitchell Trubisky. Big system quarterback. That's right. Who all had like all of 68 career pass attempts entering that start last Thursday. Now, who, uh, I forget already off the top of my head, who took Mark Sanchez this year? I believe he he signed somewhere, he right? He did. I think he signed with the Redskins after yes, Alex Smith got hurt. Yes. So, off the air... You know, but prior to that, I think when you, uh, I was here with uh, Jerry one morning, I was like, wonder what Mark Sanchez does on a day-to-day basis. And for some reason in my head, I wondered what, where was his money? Like, I didn't remember Mark Sanchez making all that much money. Well, he got the contract. I didn't they realize gave, they, they that. gave him the contract. So that was one of Mike Tannenbaum's. That was one of the nails in the coffin. Yeah. Boomer brought it up during a break. He's like, I wonder how much Mark Sanchez made in his career. Uh-huh. And, Something got lost. We got caught up. I never heard it. Eddie and I were in there. I said, I'm going to Google that. Google that. It was like $73 million. Yeah. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Hopefully he took good care of it. Wow. And if you, by the way, you're answering what he does on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. He actually got a PED suspension this offseason. Right? Yes. For I think it was the first four games. Yeah. I don't know if he was on anyone's roster, but it's, I, I think it still it counts as time served. Wow. So. He's now with the Redskins. He's made a nice career out of that one big contract he got with the Jets. And then, as you know, backup quarterbacks in the NFL are paid handsomely out yeah. to do nothing but hold a clipboard right. and, you know, pat the starter on the butt every now and then nice. and say, nice job. So he's done okay for himself. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I was just, I thought, well, I don't remember him getting the big deal, but oh, I yeah. guess he did. They went to two AFC championship games and they decided, you know what, he's going to be our guy. They paid him and then they slowly dismantled the offense around him right. and it turned into a disaster. And then, uh, CeeLo, I don't know if you've noticed, I certainly have, and so have the fans. Uh, Kim Jones of the NFL Network yeah, and of uh, WFAN as well has been uh, missing in action for mm-hmm. over two weeks. She had two Instagram posts. She had an Instagram post on Thanksgiving morning, a video from a hospital bed. And she did not give a lot of details, but she said, 
Uh, she's in the hospital, doing better, almost died. Yes. Say thank you to the doctors who saved her life. Saved her life. Said. Yes. But that was it. It was somewhat of a mystery. Very mysterious. And then no posts again. And then I believe it was yesterday, mm -hmm. another Instagram video surfaced where I believe she said she was going to be going home after being in the hospital for two weeks. A little mysterious as to what went on, but she is at a hospital in the Washington, D.C. area. Right. A vascular, which is that's your veins and stuff, right? Mm. Yes. I think thing. so. Check with Eddie on that. Uh, Eddie, <laughs> vascular is uh, veins and this sort of thing? Correct. Okay. Uh, so I guess uh, whatever occurred happened when she was down covering the Redskins. Right. So she's not even home no. for this, no. which has got to be tough on the family, I think. Yeah, I mean, a couple of weeks ago when I think she was supposed to be doing some, well, she had been doing the Monday night shows here yes. and Monday night football shows, and all of a sudden she was taking off the schedule. We were, those of us you know who know her a little bit, we had some concerns, and we didn't know what was going on. So right. at least now we know uh, sort of what happened, and hopefully she's on the road to recovery. I did text her well wishes, and then I said, boy, you would be a great sit-down interview. Like, you know, like like a podcast long long form long 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 form. long form to be like really what walk me through what happened. I think you should conduct that sit down. That's, I was and we could throw that up on wfan.com. I was hinting at that she did not bite at that. Oh, well, I didn't really maybe let her get home and out of the hospital out first of the hospital before you pitch that. You know, before let her rest up. Got it. Yeah. So when circle she's back home. Check back in. Have your people call her people, right. you know. What about a podcast? Right. This sort of thing. Yes. All right. So well wishes to uh, Kim Jones. 100%. I did just see some newspaper coverage today uh, finally. Finally. We that. were surprised. On, I mean, I know it was Thanksgiving, but it didn't really didn't really get picked up by the media on Thanksgiving Day when she yeah. posted that. So second time around, second yes. video seemed to gather some people's attention finally. Although I, I noticed she didn't post anything to Twitter. Yeah. Which just, I thought she responded you know. to an Aaron Andrews tweet, I believe. That was about it. Oh, she did? Yes, they're 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 tight. So mysterious. Mm. Perhaps she wants it that way. Exactly. Well, exactly. And who could blame yes. her? It's yeah. her privacy. Right. I, of course, would be oh, yeah. dying for attention. There'd be multiple videos yeah. each day from your hospital Please bed. Here's me. what's going on. Help, right. Feel Send bad food, for me. gifts. Yeah, yes. right. Of course. Yeah. She <laughs> took it a hot, the high road, <laughs> little, I suppose. The little opposite direction. Uh, A-Rod. Is uh, someone had asked, caught up with A-Rod to ask, what are you getting Jennifer Lopez for Christmas? What do you get the girl who has everything? Yeah. And this, by the way, is tough, whether you're A-Rod or regular schlubs like you and I, CeeLo. What do we get? Our wives, girlfriends, significant others. It's a tricky question every tricky year. Tricky question. Yeah. And multiple times a year. Birthdays, anniversaries. <laughs> yes. So A-Rod says... He can't just walk into a store and purchase J-Lo something. It's got to have a memory behind it. So Sentimental value. He did say this. He's thinking, well, of course, some sort of photo of them. Eh. And then he wrote this. Something handwritten. <laughs> An A-Rod autograph, maybe. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's my autograph. <laughs> Hopefully he's uh, he'll stay away from the centaur photo. Centaur. Oh, uh, yes pictures above the bed on the wall you yeah know? there was a rumor that he had a, a centaur painting right. where he was the head of the centaur that was the madonna days wasn't it yeah mm. yes hopefully he's learned his lesson from that one so if you're on a rod's christmas list you're probably going to get something handwritten from a rod uh a photo perhaps or some sort of memory about your home that's very nice of that him that's a nice. thought that counts it is
Uh, CeeLo, when we come back, I've got a story about a triathlete breaking an incredibly crazy record by eating something I wouldn't think would work for a triathlon. After these messages. Hey, New York. Nailed it. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, losses for the Knicks and Nets last night. Rutgers a winner at Miami. Hockey locals off again. Boomer and Car, Boomer and Geo coming up in just a couple of minutes. All right, Al, what do we got? Oh, hi, CeeLo. Uh, yeah, so there was this uh, triathlete breaking a uh, 200 set. Listen to this. A, it's a triathlete competition where they run 273 miles. That's a lot. Yes, a lot. <laughs> That's so like this woman breaks the record. Marathons. I think she was 31 years. No, she's not 30. She was younger. She's in her 20s. She breaks the record for a 273-mile race. She did it in like five days. But she said she was feeling down in her last 31 miles. Oh, is that all? And her friends met her in the woods because part of this race, you're going through woods. You're going through all sorts of crazy weather. You're going up mountains, down mountains. It's like one of those tough mutter races, but oh, yeah. for 273 miles. <laughs> so she said she really needed a pick-me-up for the last 31. Her friends traveled 20 miles into the woods to deliver her a Taco Bell burrito. Come on. I oh, mean, he's talking about bumping tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Where did Jerry come from? How did from? he have that ready? How did he know you were going to say a Taco hey, Bell probably taco. looked at my show sheet. Come on. That's what Eddie That's does. That's incredible. That's show prep, ladies and 20 gentlemen. 20 miles into the woods to deliver a little Taco Bell. Taco Bell, which <laughs> took her, she said, the remaining 31 miles. That is insane. Where I do would, people find the, the inner drive and desire to do these things? We get a guy who calls up uh, once a year. He does one of these 175-mile things man. on Long Island. <sighs> I mean, What's 273 miles from here? That'd be like running there. Like, I'm going to run to... Dwyer lives. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's not far. Like, not what's far Atlantic off. City it's, from here? It's like Washington, D.C. Running yeah. to Washington, yeah, D.C.? Yeah. D.C. is Roughly. definitely not 273 miles. I'm heading to D.C. for the holidays. <laughs> uh, so my friend's flying. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone else is taking the Amtrak. I'm running. <laughs> I'll Two... see you in a week. Yeah. I'm going to run 273 miles, pick up some Taco Bell, <laughs> and get to my family for the holidays. All this week...